Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Jersey Educator Podcast. My name is Jeff Bradbury. And my name is Jim Boyce. And welcome to the podcast created by New Jersey Education Association members for New Jersey Education Association members. Thank you so much for joining us. This is episode number 23. Jim, tell us a little bit about our guest today. Oh, Jeff, we have on the show a 30-year veteran in the uh, Pensalkin School District of Camden County, where she's currently a special education teacher. Uh, Her name is Carolyn Schultz, and she's the local association president there. Uh, She's on the show, Jeff, to talk about something called Art of Hosting and how this, this new way to conduct meetings and hold space for members and parents uh, is is doing a lot to move her uh, her local association and her school district forward. That's fantastic. We're looking forward to having her on the program today. But first, there's several great things that are happening in our association. Of course, uh, for many of you might be saying happy holidays and happy new year. And of course, we hope everybody's having a great time uh, wrapping up this calendar year in their classrooms. But as we look ahead, Jim, there's some great things happening in the NJEA. What kind of things are happening in 2017 that we can look forward to? forward to 2017 jeff uh wow and uh the first event i would like to talk about is from our team north group of connected early career members from the northern region of the state uh they are going back to the elementary brewery in hackensack uh you may remember they were there in september at the start of the year and had a great event with 60 early career members coming out and they're going back for an event that they're calling New Brew, New You, and uh, that event is going to be on January 6th, which is a Friday, uh, starting at 4 p.m. at the elementary in Hackensack, and there'll be a little piece there about how we can all come together as union members, uh, as NJA members to support each other, Jeff. Um, Another event happening in early January is uh, something called a Sparks event. In Middlesex County, so that County Education Association is looking right now for participants, members who want to get away for, I believe it is an overnight event, an overnight experience, all expenses paid uh, to learn a lot more about the uh, local county and state education associations and find uh, a place for themselves and and their voice there. Uh, That event is uh, January 6th uh, through the 7th in 2017. And our our listeners can learn more about both of these opportunities at njea.org slash early career members on the events page there, Jeff. Some great things happening already in 2017. And of course, that brings up many, many more professional development events. I I, I don't have the time right now to go through all of them, Jim, but I do want to take a moment and plug one more time a great resource called the Education Calendar, which you can find over at theeducationcalendar.com. It has listings not just for New Jersey, for New York, Pennsylvania, but really it's a global website at this point. Check out some of the great stuff happening. I know I'll be looking forward to a great event happening in January called Texpo, uh, traditionally an administrative event, but it is great that when stu- when uh, teachers attend, it is a big technology conference happening down in our our uh, hosting city of Atlantic City. So lots of great stuff happening there and looking forward to, to many, many ed camps this year. Jim, I was looking for a tech tip for this week and, you know, we're coming up on the presidential inauguration and it kind of got me asking the question, what is this all about? What happens what 
is the White House all about? And why is this so important to us? And, you know, when did it start? And a new app just came out in tandem with the White House itself, and it is called 1600. Now, Jim, have you ever heard of augmented reality? Uh, is that like virtual reality? Well, they're actually two different things, but they, they're, they're kind of cousins to each other. Okay. Augmented reality is where you point a camera at something and then something else pops out. Uh, virtual reality is, is literally 361. You know, it's, it's complete. You know, you put this thing on your head or you put this thing in your camera and you are in a different spot. But augmented reality in this case for this 1600 app, it's a free app to download, but then it costs you a buck. I'll kind of explain it here. If you take a dollar bill, put it on your table and then put the app over top of it inside of your camera app, the dollar bill turns into a 360-degree living, breathing, talking White House. And uh, the narrator actually takes you on a journey of the White House and how it was started, and, and it shows different scenes from the White House. It really, really is neat, and all it takes is a dollar bill. So we were trying this in our school the other day, and we put a dollar bill up on our whiteboard, and then everybody took out their devices and pointed it at the, at the, the classroom. And then everybody had a tour of the White House. Wow, Jeff, that is, uh, you know, as you were uh, were talking there, I, I looked at my wallet for a dollar and I, I don't have a dollar to my name right now in my wallet. But uh, when I do, I will check that out. Um, we have this app linked up in our show notes. We actually just did a review of it over on TeacherCast, where if you are looking at TeacherCast and you don't have a dollar bill, I stuck a picture of a dollar bill on the blog post. So you can check it out. It is a free download. It's called 1600. It's really, really neat, especially this time of year, as we're getting ready for a brand new inauguration. And we're looking forward to great things ahead here. So lots of good stuff here. Now, many people are listening to this podcast saying, how can I support this show? What can I do more about it? Jim, where can we go to support this very podcast? Oh, Jeff, uh, our listeners can support us by uh, subscribing to us on iTunes or writing a review. Uh, just do a search for Jersey Educator. We come right up all 23 episodes. We're also on Google Play and Stitcher. And uh, our podcast lives online on the web at njea.org slash podcast. And I have a surprise for you, Jim. I have an early holiday present for you. Oh, uh, you, you have my interest now, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> what, what's going on? People out there listening to the show, if they want to check out all the archives for this show, can officially go to the domain jerseyeducator.com and find all the great stuff that's happening here. Now, that does hyperlink directly over to the Early Careers member. But, Jim, happy holidays. We can now officially say we are jerseyeducator.com. Wow, Jeff. That's that's the best gift I've I've received in a long time. It is the gift that keeps on giving, and not to mention <laughs> it keeps on giving. Tell us a little bit about our, our show guest today. Well, Jeff, we are pleased to have on the show a special education teacher from the Pensalkin School District of Camden County. Uh, she has been working for 30 years, and uh, she's been involved with her local association, the Pensalkin Education Association, for 20 years, uh, holding numerous office, offices there, including president. And uh, she, when I was speaking to her before the show, Jeff, she seems to be most proud of her marriage of 26 years to her husband and her children, uh, her daughter, Emily, and her twin girls, Molly and Haley. 
Uh, Jeff, we'd like to welcome to the show Miss Carolyn Schultz. Hello, Carolyn. Hi, Jim. How you doing? Hi, Jeff. Well, welcome to the show, Carolyn. How are things today? Thanks. Good. Good. Thank you. Education for more than 30 years. Congratulations yeah. on that tenure. Well, I can't believe how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to us a little bit about your, your, your time here. You've been in Pensacola for uh, quite a bit, and, and clearly yeah. you've seen a lot happen in the last couple of years with education, technology, you know, professional development has changed. What's been the biggest change for you as an educator over the last few years? Um, I would say the last few years, the biggest change is actually the saddest change, and it's a lot of teachers, we have, we've become paper pushers, and um, with SGOs and the evaluation system and the record keeping, and I, I keep trying to let people know that this is what we went to college for. We are professionals. We know what we're doing. We know what's you know, what the best way to educate a student is. Um, we know how to keep records. Um, it's very frustrating. And most of us have, you know, advanced degrees. So it's, it's just very sad how this has happened. And this year, especially, I am seeing more and more and more people not having time for their second jobs and not having time for their second jobs as parents. That's very frustrating to me, and it's sad. But hopefully we'll get over this hump. So, uh, Carolyn, I think uh, a lot of listeners out there can certainly uh, connect with that thought and that sentiment. There is a lot of frustration out there, uh, not only in our state but across the country. And, uh, however, I do hear from members who – who uh, find some strength and maybe some solace working with their local education associations and their county education associations and NJA at the state level. And you being a local association president, uh, maybe, Jeff, uh, maybe only the second local association president we've had on the show. I think so. Um, yeah, I think so. We, we, we had Jamie Valenti of the Teaneck Community Charter uh, Education Association on our, our charter school show, which was one of our earlier shows. But, uh, but, but Carolyn, um, what, what would you say to some of our listeners out there? Because we don't really get into talking about uh, enough uh, the local education association as a place of strength and a place to push back uh, a little bit or maybe a lot against all these changes? Well, um, you know, I, I've come from a long line of very strong presidents and Jim, you being one of them, but <laughs> we have, um, we've had a really good um, association and um, I just wanted to make it stronger when I took over several years ago. Um, like I said, I've been in education 30 years, but I like to try all the new and innovative ideas. Um, I, I guess, I think one of the things I learned through NJEA was, you know, take care of your people. So at our rep council meetings, we always have kind of like a party atmosphere. Um, there's always a food or surprises. And, you know, um, a couple of times a year we do um, little dinners. And we do, you know, new member dinners. 
Um, we do early career member stuff. So we do a lot of workshops. Um, we probably do four or five workshops a year. Um, and I just want, you know, I want the members to know that they're appreciated to give them the tools that they, they might need, um, you know, maybe to up their evaluation scores or to make them feel better mentally and physically. We did a yoga class a couple weeks ago. We're going to be doing two more yoga classes and um, just kind of like touching on all kinds of aspects of life. Um, even with our pride stuff, um, we always want to have, have people who come and volunteer bring their kids. Wow, a, a lot of good things going on there. Uh, it, it sounds very fun. And, uh, you know, a lot of times we don't, we think of our local education associations as places where, you know, the advocates there work very hard, but, but organizing can be a lot of fun too. And I, I like the piece uh, about the yoga workshop. So <laughs> here is you know, the local education association uh, and you as president seeing in your members a lot of stress. And, and here's something fun. Here's something that, that you can offer your members that, that works and, and that they need. Right. And um, actually, one of our members is a yoga, is a certified yoga instructor. And, um, you know, we only had about 10 people out. However, um, it wasn't really, it was just, P, it was not really even PEA sponsored. Um, some of our ESPs came. So I was, I was perfectly happy to have that happen because it's very important. You know, we're um, a certificated staff only um, local. Right. So, right. you know, we each have our own branches and, you know, I'd like to include them in things that they might not necessarily be included in. And that so, was a perfect, that was a perfect opportunity for us because yoga is very you know zen and everyone loves each other and relaxing and it was great it was a great experience so we can't wait to do it again wow how often do you hear about uh, our, our members and public schools and uh, in the same conversation talking about sgos and here comes some zen from uh carolyn <laughs> schultz uh so that is definitely uh, something I'm, I'm sure your members are interested in and uh, a great thing that your local education associations bringing uh, to the members. And speaking of that, Carolyn, I, Jeff and I really wanted to have you on the show uh, for something that you are also bringing to your members that, that, that we call uh, Art of Hosting. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you, you know, you, you've been in education for 30 years. You've been a local association leader for 20 years, but you are really on the cutting edge of what's happening in education in our state by offering uh, this, this, this thing called Art of Hosting through the local association. So uh, would, would you like to tell our listeners a little bit about what it is, how it works, and how the Pensalkin Education Association is using it. Well, it, you can really go from the way beginning, but I'm just going to try and explain it, you know, in a very easy to understand way. So the art of hosting, um, there's, a, it's a meeting style. And um, generally what the meeting style is, it, it's a community. And um, the community sits around in a circle no one's a leader. We're all facilitators. Maybe there might be three or four people who will maybe call the questions or start the meeting out. 
but everyone contributes. And that's what I like about the art of hosting is that everyone contributes. So everyone feels important and everyone feels that they're a part of, I guess the um, problem solving um, process. Um, I think as Americans, we are always going into something and we're like, we could fix this here. Listen, this is how you do it. Do this, do this, do this. Okay, see you later. Do it and we'll, we'll be back later and we'll check you out, you know? And that's not always the appropriate way. Um, you guys have really taught me that with the Hope Group. And I know you're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, that. That was a game changer and a life changer for me. And the book Walk Out, Walk On was, I'm saying it right, correct? Uh, walk, walk, out, walk, walk Out, Walk On, correct. Um, that was very eye-opening. Um, it really made me understand that I don't have to be the one all the time to have the answers. And that other people together can come up with the answers and all help do the organizing together. So um, I really wanted to bring it into my local. And um, we started that this year. Um, we started out, uh, our rep council meetings are once a month. We have between 50 and 60 people and uh, we sit in a circle. And the first meeting, they were like, what's going on here? <laughs> and I said, this is what we're going to be doing. And some people were like, I'm not sitting in the circle. I'm like, mm, you are, you're going to sit in the circle because we're all part of this. We're all part of this association. And I bring my yoga chimes with me. I don't use a gavel anymore. They laugh at me and I don't care because I think they're laughing with me. Um, and I think it's awesome. And every time we have a rep council meeting, some of the veteran teachers um, who I'm older than, say, in the circle again? I said, yes, until my presidency is done. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just one way we're doing it. Um, we also did something at our new member. We we have our new member dinner every, you know, like in September, October. And um, I invited the newly tenured teachers as well this year. So we did, you know, we did the art of hosting and it was it was great. It was so, it was so cool. They, the kids, the kids, <laughs> that's what I feel like they are to me. They, everyone loved it. Um, and then we actually did an art of hosting workshop that NJEA came in and, um, I kind of did it with Ryan McCarty, our, um, our user consultant. That was great. Wow. So uh, this is definitely a different interview, uh, Carolyn, than uh, I thought uh, was the, you would think having a local association president on the show. Um, you know, we'd be talking about things like bargaining and rep council meetings and agendas using Robert's rules. But here you are. Uh, doing something very different than a typical meeting, and well, we still use Robert's rules. Come on now, <laughs> <laughs> well, no <okay>. but <laughs> right, right. But um, it, you know, it it seems to me that in these meetings that we're always going to as educators, whether it be you know a department meeting or a faculty meeting or an education association meeting, the the ones that hold the agenda and have the agenda and work everyone through the agenda hold all the power 
And oftentimes we don't get to talk about what we want to talk about because there's no space. So this thing called art of hosting, which you said is a, a way to conduct a meeting is much different because uh, the problem solving process, the answers are in the room among the participants and yes. the, the leader of the meeting is actually the facilitator to get everyone involved and, and drill through the problems to get to a solution. Um, so it, it is very different. And Pensalkin, uh being on the cutting edge there. It and, is. Um, the, art of, the art of hosting the actual workshop that we did about a month ago, um, I knew I was going to do it before school started. So the first day of school, um, you know, everyone is at, you know, at the high school, big orientation. I had a big table set up and I said, you know, what are like, what are some concerns of yours? And I had a couple little gift bags out with like ESSA on it, pension, um, chapter 78 concerns, you know, um, evaluations, standardized testing. And then I had, you know, like free, you know, your concerns. And what we did was the most concerns we got, that's what we did the art of hosting on, you know, based around that. Because we we wanted to get, you know, we wanted to get some harvested ideas out of it. And it was an amazing workshop. Everyone was just so dumbfounded because it's so different. And, uh, you know, as usual, people cry. People are very emotional there. It's very raw. And um, still, even a month later, um, people come up to me all the time and, and they're like, that was so awesome. And I'm like, I know, but we're not done. We're not done. We're going to do some more with it. So I harvested all the ideas and shot, you know, shot an email out to all of the um, people that were at the workshop. And um, I got some ideas back on what they wanted to do. And um, some people want to bring it out to parents and some people want to meet again and, you know, narrow down to some of the other things that we talked about. So I'm excited. Oh, I'm, I'm excited too to, to just hear these stories and watch your local and your members use these practices that, that you brought to them. And, and it, it, it is more than just sitting in a circle. A circle is a big part of it, but there, there are facilitation methods called a world cafe. Yes. And there's another one called open space and there's proaction cafe. And there, there's all these other ones too, that can fit um, a need expressed by a particular group get all the voices in the room to partake in understanding what the problem is and coming up with solutions. So, um, Carolyn, have you heard from any of your members maybe using these practices in their classrooms with their students or connecting with parents around a particular issue? Um, I know one of my um, head reps and my evaluation chair, Michelle Ransone, she, um, she actually was going to do something with parents. And I think she met last last Monday, I'm not sure, but she hasn't gotten back to me about it yet. Um, I know that I wanna try it with my students since I teach at the high school and I think it would be cool. I just don't know how and when because, you know, we're so under the gun with every everything. Sure, um, sure. You know, going into, we just switched to block scheduling 
And like I said, I have special ed students. So it's, it's very, you know, I, I want to do it. I just have to take some time to think about how. So I'm thinking like January. But okay. another exciting thing that I know you know about, but maybe Jeff doesn't and all of the people that are going to be listening, um, is that in February, we are um, doing an art of hosting. We're going to do a conversa- coffee and conversations mm. um, in South Jersey. And we're very excited about that. I'm not mentioning any any and the place yet okay. because Colleen and I haven't gone to visit it yet, but we're mm-hmm. going to, we're going next week and um, we're pretty sure we have it locked down. So we're very excited about that. And that'll be open to about 40 to 45 people, you know, first come first serve. We'll do an event, right. You know, on, you know, you know what you do, <laughs> your little event rights on a yeah. you know, yeah. working area. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we're psyched about that because, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in North Jersey, and uh, like we want it down here too. Yeah, so. yes, yeah. You mentioned their coffee and convo, which is uh, just uh, a meeting and, and a little impromptu and very conversational meeting using art of hosting. Uh, we we've done NJA's done one in the north and the central part of the state, and you and a a fellow uh, a fellow member who you know named Colleen Curran are bringing mm-hmm. it to South Jersey in February so we'll be watching the event page on uh, nja.org/earlycareermembers to to find out about that when it's announced and uh, you know I'm I'm sitting here Carolyn thinking about this conversation about art of hosting and it is it is very challenging to explain it to listeners and our members who have not experienced it. Uh, and, and you said in your, your introductory piece about bringing people into a circle and all the strange looks you got, uh, you know, some, something as basic as sitting in a circle. So, um, you know, Carolyn, if our listeners wanted to find out more about this or wanted to practice it or experience it, is there any place that you may be able to send them or something you might be able to tell them about? Um, I know that I believe that on the NJEA website, there is a brochure um, and it talks about the art of hosting. Um, am I right, Jim? Well, the, that's it's not, almost like the hope group. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe we should probably mention the hope group to listeners, okay. where 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 you and I are uh, a part of that group and gotten to know each other even better than we did. And uh, so uh, they, there is this group out there called Hope, which stands for Helping Out Public Education, and it's a group of members, parents. Uh, just concerned uh, citizens and uh, there's even some administrators and board of education members on the group and they meet monthly. And Carolyn, uh, anything you'd like to tell our listeners about that group? And then maybe I'll share how to find out about them. Um, I think the group, I, I, the last two meetings I was not able to make, which, oh, it's like a knife in my heart because it's such an amazing group of people and everyone brings so much to the table and that's what your community is. You know, your community, you realize people, wow, you're, you do that or you're so amazing or I can't believe you thought about that. That's unreal. So every time we go, I have gone to the hope meetings. I just, your head explodes with ideas and 
how people think and it's just a different way of viewing things and it, it's really an amazing experience and it, you know you have to be open-minded and most of us are i mean everyone in the hope group is um it's it, it's very interesting because like i said i'm i'm 54 and um i know a lot of people who are younger a little younger than me and they're like no, I'm not now. Now, now, I'm just gonna keep doing my own thing. I'm just gonna keep doing it this way. And I'm like, but why not try a new way? You know. So I don't know. That's why I, I love. I love learning new things. I love trying new things out. You know, and I'm so glad I got involved with the Hope Group and the Art of Hosting. Now, out of the Hope Group came. Um, I guess this time last year, maybe October of last year, I, you know, you invited me to the Hope Group and I went and it changed my life. And I really felt like we weren't meeting enough and I wanted to meet in South Jersey. So I opened my home to some of the South Jersey people. And in January, we had about 20 people at my house and we did an art of hosting. I believe we did, um, oh my gosh, I know I'm going to mess it up. I think we did a World Cafe. Nah, I don't know. Anyway, um, we came up with a couple of questions that people called, and then we all went around to the different questions, came together at the end, and we were like, we want to meet again. So we met the next month. And from that was born South Jersey United. And South Jersey United is a group of people who are very concerned about what's going on with education. And actually, Melissa Tomlinson is part of South Jersey United. And, um, and, and we actually, we actually go to board meetings all throughout South Jersey and speak out against park testing, over testing. Um, we've been to a lot of Camden board meetings because they have a lot of issues going on there. Um, we've spoken out at Washington Township's uh, board meeting when they laid off over 500 ESPs. We went for um, to in support of um, their president there, and we all, you know, we speak at. We went two weeks ago to Burlington Township's meeting, and we, you know, you can speak at any board meeting as long as you are a New Jersey taxpayer. So we've been doing that. We went to about between February and March and May, we went to about 17 board meetings. So it's very wow. exciting. Wow, and, yeah, wow. It's really cool because we've seen, we've seen changes happen. So it's neat. That, that's really great. So we started talking about the Hope Group and how different that is and um, how it's actually um, – given birth to a, a spinoff group of sorts or a sister group called South Jersey United. And that there is another one also down there in the South called PI, yes. um, Participate in Education, which I, I want to mention. And um, I, I, I was going to mention that. Yeah. 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 So, so, and I think part of the reason why these groups are so appealing to our members out there is, is that they are different. You know, it's not the typical meeting where you come there's an agenda, there's a speaker, you sit, you listen, you take notes and you go home. It is uh, a meeting built around your concerns and, and you have the ability to, to call a question there or um, to just get more information 
about something that is meaningful to you and and eventually uh, take some action and uh, organize around it. it it's it, it, that you are correct. And actually, um, we go to some of the, you know, for, for pie because we're all friends. Um, yep. We go if they need a bunch of people, we go there and they go, to, you know, they go to some of our things, too. So, um, yeah, yep. you know, I think that 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 kind of um, advocacy and organizing is we're going to be seeing a lot more of that. Um, Katie Quinn, um, you know, we're friendly now and we're like she's the one who actually called me out to try and help over at Burlington Township. So we brought some of our people over there, just held signs and, you know, whatever they wanted us to do. If they wanted us to speak, let us know what you want us to speak about. We're pretty good at throwing things off the cuff, but, you know, um, Camden is going to be interesting. We have mm. a big meeting coming up there that we're trying to get a whole bunch of people at. Okay. But, you know, okay. it's, it's about advocating for each other and helping each other, you know. Absolutely. And uh, if our listeners want to learn more about these, uh, any of these groups, I have a lot, uh, Jeff, I have a lot to update the show notes on here. Uh, I'm going to put information in there about the Hope Group, about the book Walk Out, Walk On by uh, Deborah Fries and Margaret Wheatley, which you mentioned, which um, gave a lot of inspiration to the Hope Group. Uh, I will put on there Carolyn uh, a link to the South Jersey United Facebook page and okay. the Participate in Education Facebook page. Awesome. And Carolyn, uh, do you want to give a shout out? Uh, do you want to share your email in case any of our listeners want to reach out to you personally? Sure. It's, um, do you, should I give my private email? Yeah, I, I would give email. your uh, Gmail or something. Okay. If you um, it's carolynlsultz at gmail.com. And um, you can also follow me on Twitter, um, Union Chick. Well, Carolyn, this has been really a great conversation here. Uh, a lot to uh, take in and a lot to learn more about this concept uh, called Art of Hosting. And uh, luckily, there is a lot of great resources out there, including our members like you and others across the state who are really uh, on the cutting edge and using it uh, in our schools and in our local associations. So uh, I just want to say thank you to you for doing that and for, uh, for coming on the show. Thanks for having me guys. Um, I appreciate it. And uh, like, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to using it more and more because it's a great tool. Uh, thanks Jim. Thanks Jeff. Jim, you know, that was a great interview with somebody who's clearly been in education for a long time, has seen things come and go, has a great outlook on life. Jim, tell us a little bit more about where we can get a hold of this show and interact or be a guest on our future shows in 2017. Absolutely, Jeff. It was great to hear from Carolyn and talking about a topic that is hard to explain if, if you have not experienced it. So I hope our listeners check out the show notes and seek out those opportunities to experience and even practice art of hosting. Uh, and Jeff, uh, this show will be uh, is on iTunes. It's on Google Play. It's on Stitcher. And our podcast uh, lives online at njea.org slash podcast. And if our listeners uh, want to get in on the action and even become a guest, um, reach out to us at podcast at njea.org. On behalf of everybody here at the NJEA, my name is Jeff Bradbury. And my name is Jim Boyce. Saying keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students.